Welcome back to the Dad in the Rock podcast. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Uh, do anything uh, Halloween or, or fall related this weekend? Uh, this weekend, well, everyone kind of knows just from the past, we have uh, blown up King's Island. Not uh, yet. Not, <laughs> not you guys go there all way. the time. Oh, yeah. We, I think I recorded my 11th visit on my past uh, this season. Yeah. I, I know there's one more. They have their uh, the Christmas, so we're going to be doing that one more time. But uh, we went there for the Halloween Avengers, you know, for the kids to go ahead and do some trick-or-treating, ride some rides for the last time for the season. Uh, just because the weather is getting bad next week, and we knew it wouldn't be an option. Yeah. So, what do they do there? As far as like, uh, how do how do they Halloween it up there at uh, Kings Island? Well, the kids' area is all about peanuts. So, uh, my daughter went into an area and they sat down and they read the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, and a big uh, area that was all done up as you know, but the cartoon. But it's it's all about that Snoopy going around a uh, whole different uh, di- different things. They have like a little area set up where they can go, like say trick or treating, for instance. They have a bag. They can get candy at each, each stop. Oh, that's fun. Uh, my son actually got a couple apples and devoured those things, and you know, he's an endless pit of I don't know what. <laughs> uh, yeah, we. Uh, you remember this time last year? We actually had a Halloween party over our house. Uh, that you guys came down to. We got a bouncy house. That's we right. Had- yeah. We had a couple different things going on, but, uh, man, it's tough. Like, setup, I don't know what we were thinking last year, but we were just like, hey, we, you know, it's been a while since we've thrown any kind of Halloween party. We used to do it a lot, you know, for us as adults when we were in our 20s and we didn't have any kids to worry about. Yeah, what a different so, world. Yeah, there was more of a uh, fire pit, uh, alcohol kind of vibe um, than there was, you know, last year at this party, but yeah, we kind of went all out with the, with the, uh, bouncy house and, uh, decorations and set up my little retro gaming system outside in the garage. Uh, so it was pretty fun. Yeah. I but... didn't count that one so much. That's more, you guys are more family. Uh, it's, it's a little more different when you're going to an event where you may know one or two people and you're forced to kind of mingle and yeah. hold conversations and meet new people and things we really haven't done as much as, uh, like we used to when we were younger. Yeah, I actually had to do that this weekend myself uh, with uh, two instances. One on Friday night, uh, my daughter's school, they actually held a little fall festival thing. And my daughter's school is actually um, all grades, so kindergarten through senior year. <laughs> so there were kids of all ages there. And, well, that makes uh, it a little more uh, difficult. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a madhouse. There was a lot going on. There were food trucks outside. And there were games and activities for the kids in, like, the gym. And they had, like, a, a costume contest in the auditorium. Um, so it was pretty fun. But like you mentioned, it was uh, kind of an opportunity for me and my wife to start actually talking to some of my kids' classmates' parents, which is uh, that was kind of a first for us. Yeah, it's always a fun first experience. Now, you know, with me, it's not that difficult just because I'm so extroverted. Yeah, you're uh, Gabby. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to anybody and everybody, and that's why I'm in the field I'm in, just because I can sell because I can talk. Right. Uh, and, and hence the show we're doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but did you know anybody? Did you go in it completely cold? Does your daughter have like a friend, a family that you guys have had interactions at all in the past? No, wait. Fortunately, we actually, um, my wife has had a friend. Basically, my wife has a counterpart like me to you. <laughs> she has a friend that she's known since, you know, uh, early teenager years. They're like BFFs. And uh, her daughter actually goes to the same school that my daughter's going to now. I think she's in maybe fourth or fifth grade, though. So she's been there for a few years. So we ran into them. Uh, it was nice. Um, and uh, my daughter's friends with her daughter. They're, my daughter. 
she's a little i don't know she's she's outgoing and i don't know it's because she's an only child and most of her interactions are with adults she is uh you know she's good about hanging around with older kids um so she has really great relationships with a couple of uh friends kids that we have that are like you know older <laughs> like 8 10 11 she just hangs out with them like it's no big deal um but yeah she had a great time she actually she immediately found some of her classmates from her kindergarten class and kind of swarmed to them and it gave me and my wife the opportunity to try to you know introduce ourselves it's kind of one of those things to where you know she's in a school where she is going to be there you know until senior year so there's some of these kids that she's with she's going to be in there with for the next you know 12 13 years yeah so, it's very unique definitely just something that say like we went through yeah uh, so there's a good chance a lot of these kids, you know, we may have over for parties or sleepovers or take them out to the movies or dinners yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it's just uh, the beginning. Yeah, it's really it really is just kind of and the it, beginning. And it, and it moves fast. Like with my son, uh, he was in kindergarten last year. Obviously, he's in first grade now, and he was with a bunch of boys last year. They have spawned over to this year, and it's multiple, and they're playing soccer together, and it's 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 crazy. The level yeah. of energy these three boys have. And then one of them we met up with today at King's Island. Oh, wow. And, and it was it was nuts. Yeah, Zach, my Was son, that planned, or did he happen to just run into him? Uh, kind of planned, kind of not. Mm. It was one of those, we knew they had season passes. We tried, well, my son and the other little boy tried to calm us into going last week. <laughs> They were making plans that neither myself or my wife or his mom or dad had any idea about until the soccer game. Oh, that sounds pretty familiar. Yeah, and <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I wonder where um, he gets that from. <laughs> exactly, no, Apple doesn't fall far. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I'm kind of game. And then we thought about it for a while. Then they were like, they're not going to go. And we were like, okay, well, the weather's kind of cruddy. It's cold. We decided to pass too. We we're like, no, we're we're not going to do it. We've been there yeah. so many times. I mean, the the plus of going would have been having him being able to hang out with his buddy, right? But yeah, it grows more and more, and it, it happens at a fast rate. You'll see it. She's going to latch onto a little friend, and the next thing you know, it it's going to happen next year. You're going to hear names this year, yeah, and then you really know who they are next year because she's going to be really happy that she's in the same classroom again with her. Right. Or she's going to find another. There will be with the girls. There's probably going to be multiples. I mean, even with my my boy here, he had he had a couple. Yeah. And they when they found out they were in the same class, and like, okay, well now we can, or we're not in the class together. We went to lunch together. We're doing this together. Right. Names will become very uh, very familiar very fast. Yeah, I, I foresee that's probably how it's going to be because there's only two kindergarten classes uh, with a total of 48 kids between the two. Uh, so essentially, her her class when she graduates will probably be you know if everything you know if people don't move or other people kind of come in if other kids like leave that school she's going to have a graduating class of you know her and 47 other kids wow that's tiny yeah so uh that's just the way the school is so i mean literally she's going to be seeing the same kids as of course you know there's some kids in the other kindergarten class this year that she'll probably because they intermix them kind of grade to grade uh, but still, it's still a you know small pool of about forty eight kids that she'll be uh, with the rest of her uh, school life. So, like you said, it's just the just the beginning here as far as getting to know these parents and these kids. <laughs> well, didn't you say in the past that uh, you signed up for the PTO? 
Yeah, the the, uh, the PTSA, I did, actually. It was five bucks, and I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but really, it's I've just been getting emails. <laughs> oh, you've been schmucked. <laughs> yeah, emails and communications. I, did, I didn't really do anything for this fall festival besides I did spend about 30 bucks at the grocery store buying pies and cookies to donate for a little uh, cakewalk game that they had. Uh, which was kind of fun. It was uh, essentially like a game of musical chairs, uh, but when you won, you won a, a cake or a pie or some kind of dessert. Oh, nice. My kind yeah. of reward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't win anything, unfortunately. So, uh, uh, But, yeah, it you was fun. You won the pleasure of buying it all for the cake. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, somebody is out there right now eating on the pie that I bought. Uh, <laughs> those jerks. Oh, but uh, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving the interaction. I'm loving getting to know new parents. Uh, it's actually opening up a whole new you know, world as like adult friends. Yeah. Like people, I mean, as adults, I mean, we've talked about this in the past, we don't have time to mingle. We don't have Dude, time to tough. meet new people. It's it's just, like you have one opportunity to make friends as an adult and that's really at work. And most of the time in my you work want experiences, nothing to do with them outside of work. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like I see you enough, you know, during my 40 plus hours during the week, it, you know, it's cool. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It, it, it's a good opportunity to kind of meet folks and, um, hopefully, uh, start some kind of, uh, relationship there, but, uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. It's funny because, uh, at the Halloween party, uh, I was actively speaking to, you know, my, uh, my son's parents and, you know, we talk, I mean, but I mean, we got, we get into conversations. I mean, he knows what I do. I know what he does now. Uh, I know what his now wife does, you know, just kind of one of those things. We just getting to know each other. And then there's another lady there. Her son was there and I was like, I started talking to her and I looked at my wife. She's like, did you find it funny that I just hit it off with this other woman and you have no clue? I was like, <laughs> she's another ninja mom yeah. that I talk to. You should recognize these people because you go half the time as well. So right. I, just, I just sit down and read. I was like, how about you stand up a little bit and talk? <laughs> you know, meet people. Meet these people. I mean, these are me, me people that, you know, are well, our son is getting to you know, be good friends with one of them. Doesn't live very far from us. So I can see us meeting up and having a good old time. Uh, with them in the future. Yeah, it's kind of tough. My wife's the same way. It's kind of a tough headspace to be in. You have to go in there and kind of want to actively start up conversations. And I found a lot of the time, you know, people are are pretty reciprocal um, and they kind of mirror what you do. If you kind of sit there and, you know, you're quiet or kind of buried yourself in your phone or something, that's kind of what you'll get from people. But at the same time, if you actually you know interact and ask questions like you know hey you know what part of town you guys live in or uh how are you liking this particular class or whatever so far like is your kid enjoying it people open up pretty quick uh, yeah it doesn't take much and I, I found out uh the little boy that we're you know dealing with now his uh, little friend when they first came in i mean i i stroke it off with them pretty quick because they were there for a test session just to see if they'll like it and i was like you know this is the class this is the teacher uh, my son's been with him since day one. He wants yeah. to stay with him, and uh, said he will work with him. He'll move him on if he feels like they're getting bored and they're doing it. He doesn't hold him back because of age, you know the whole works. And I think that may have been the very beginning, but I never shy back. I mean, if I'm shying back, there's 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 usually a reason why I'm kind of backing off. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, let's go. I'm bored. I got an hour to kill. Let's talk. Well, actually, I had another opportunity uh, the following day. We went to a birthday party uh, for a kid, and I, I use the term birthday party loosely, and I'm going to run this by you to see what you think. But essentially, we got a, an invitation in my kid's folder, you know, uh, last week. Hey, you know, meet us at this park between 3.30 and 5 p.m. 
uh, for you know our daughter's birthday party. Don't bring any gifts, um, and you know we'll just see you there. They'll play in the park. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. So we just kind of met up, and you know, we we my daughter played with. Um, There's maybe about two or three kids from the kindergarten class that she knew that she kind of played with. All the rest were kids that uh, you know the birthday girl had known previously, and like daycare and family and friends and stuff. Uh, so there were a lot of kids that my daughter didn't know, so she was a little shy at times. But um, that was essentially it. It was like an hour and a half, and there was no birthday party. No like, cake, no stuff. cupcakes, none of that? No cake, no pinata. No, They had like, you know, a bowl of cookies and some like, you know, bottled water. <laughs> and that was about it. Like, what what do you think about that as far as a, like a quote-unquote birthday party? Just kind of a play date in the park. At that age, I mean, I'm finding it kind of more and more common. Now, I'm, I'm a little shocked that there wasn't some type of like... Uh, cupcakes or something like that. Cookies, and uh, no, I don't count them. I'll put that in that category. There's not uh, even. We didn't even sing. No happy yeah, birthday song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's a little odd. The, the no presents. That's that is more and more common. Yeah. Uh, because they don't want to have people not come because they can't afford to buy a gift. Yeah. I always found the whole thing to be a little bit awkward anyway when we're you're like standing there for 15, 20 minutes just watching the kid kind of open up varying levels of gifts and having to be like, oh, who got this? So thank you. And kids, they go through it so fast, like they don't care to like pay pay respects for each gift, you know? <laughs> no, they don't care they're at just, all. They're just like tearing stuff up and I don't know, it's always kind of a, a hit or miss portion of a birthday party anyway, but... Uh, yeah, usually when, uh, say for my son or my daughter, what we'll do is we'll send out the birthday invitation and we'll say no gift needed. And the gifts that they wind up opening at the party are, you know, from family. So... Yeah. So that you know everyone, so everyone can come. We don't, we don't know the financials of every all his friends, and we we don't want anyone not to come because they feel uh, pressured to need to bring a gift, yeah. or you bring a card with a gift card in it, or something like that. And just come, have fun, have some cake. Let's go. So that is something that is uh, not very shocking, but not having any cake or a cupcake. Uh, or that that was, that was the that got to me. I was I was wanting a piece of cake. <laughs> cake eater. <laughs> Yeah, no, we did one uh, two weeks back. It was at our actual uh, our swim school, which we've been kind of looking at, at doing because uh, we know your daughter had a swim party. Yeah. Which, uh, everyone seemed to enjoy themselves in the water. Uh, this school here, uh, it's called Goldfish. Right. Is a, a great swim instructing school. I mean, the, the pool itself is only four feet deep. It's heated. Uh, there's a glass in between where you can sit and watch where it's like a normal 70-some degrees. Right. You walk through those doors and it jumps up to like ninety, and wow. it's humid. It's like it's really warm. Yeah, and you're in the water and you're having a good old time. We weren't sure how this was going to work. Now, I was under the assumption that a parent had to be in the water with someone that couldn't swim well very well. Yeah, and my daughter, she's she's learning. She's learning fast, but I mean, I have to be with her. And I was one of only three adults out of like maybe twenty plus kids that were in the in the pool. Oh, really? And, uh, well, come to find out that they had to take a uh, actual swim test. So my son swam from one side, went all the way across, no problem, had to tread water for 30 seconds, pass the test, boom. Everyone that didn't had to wear a life vest or have an adult within, like, six feet of them so you can easily grab them. Yeah. And my daughter, she was like, I was like, I had to ask him, I said, does she have to wear, she's in here, you know, she's here weekly, she's competent in the water, but I need to be with her, I know that much. Like, no, she doesn't need it. She's good. And she's seen all the kids wearing it. Then it became the fashion statement. 
<laughs> so everyone threw the white life jet, uh, vest on. But right. But yeah, they were in the water for like an like an hour, and then they came out and they had all the the table set up, and they they actually provided cupcakes, and all the kids had cupcakes, and uh, we're actually looking at doing that for my son and daughter because their birthdays are close enough together that we can combine it just because the price point is uh, kind of astronomical. Yeah, I don't blame you there, especially with them being young and it, if there's, like, no milestone involved. Like, if, yeah. if one of them's, like, turning 10 or something, I would probably separate it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I can hear you on that. That would be fun because your kids' birthdays are in, like, the winter month. Yeah, I mean, we're in cold months of the year. If it's in the middle of June like mine is, that was always easy. Right. I mean, we can we can do anything outside and anything indoor. Our you know the, the options are wide open. That time of the year, it's just not. I can tell you that my daughter, come February March, would be thrilled to have the opportunity to jump in a pool because by that point, it would have been months and months <laughs> since she was last taking a swim somewhere. Since so she's so. been in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something we're exploring. Uh, just kind of look at maybe doing you know going that route because. Once we, com- once we combine them both, it's like, okay, that's about what we would have spent for the two of them individually. Right. Why not just kind of make one big one and have it a little later? So instead of having, say, February, you know, have it at the end of February. So yeah. in between the two. Get some- and then have something small for the two of them, just you know, an intimate family thing. Yeah, cheap pizza and some cake and swimming. I mean, that sounds like a birthday party to me. You can't beat that. Yeah, uh, yeah. so that's what was going on with me um, and you this weekend. I know both of us did something else, though. Um, this was the weekend that uh, Zombieland Double Tap came out in the theaters. And oh, you and I were so both pretty excited to see that. <laughs> I know, oh. like 10 years after the fact. Oh, I am a religious follower of the first one. I love the first one. And it was, it was a movie that completely caught me off guard. Yeah. Because before this, I was never a zombie guy. Uh, my brother Daniel wanted to uh, see the movie. I had a free ticket. He's like, you know, what? I'm going to buy it for him. I'm paying nothing. Right. So what? I'll go say it. And God, did I love it. <laughs> Pleasant I, surprise. From the very beginning, from uh, uh, from who the, whom the bell tolls, when they started playing Metallica, when they're going through... At the very beginning of the movie, I'm like, okay, they're really getting there. They're pulling me in. See, I haven't... Okay, so are you talking about this? No, no, no. I'm talking about the first one to start Okay, with. so it's been a long time since I've seen the first one. I, I meant to um, kind of rewatch the first one before getting into this one. And um, I just didn't... I wasn't able to because we kind of uh, went up there pretty quick yesterday to go see it. But uh, this new one starts out with Master of Puppets, doesn't it? Yes, it does. They held it right <laughs> to that Metallica root. As soon as they started playing it, I'm like, yeah. Here we go again. And they're just out in an open field in front of the White in House. In front of the White House is lighting <laughs> them up. And I'll, I'll say this. I think it's just because of the environment. Ten years, they've gotten a little more gory in their how they showed them killing these zombies than yeah. they were maybe the first time around. Yeah. Because those are a few funny. times I went, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Like verbally out loud. Yeah, with the, the uh, zombie kills of the year, where they would just take these non sequiturs, and uh, Jesse Eisenberg would talk about zombie kill of the year instead oh, yeah, of kill the, of the guy week. that's running. Yeah, from the uh, from the wheat. Yeah, he chops them up. I'm like, whoa, that's a little much. <laughs> from the harvester. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> harvester of sorrow. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. You know what? They missed an opportunity. Yeah, they really they did. That's funny. 
But, but uh, I, yeah, it's the cast that, from the original. That's uh, Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin, who, I mean, these are all working actors that have, like, done quite a bit since uh, the last one came out back in 2009. So uh, that's probably one of the reasons why it took so long for this one to come out. I mean, they were just kind of in demand. And I, I don't well, know if you were aware, but uh, Amazon Prime... Back maybe four or five years ago, Amazon Prime, what they do sometimes, they'll make pilots to shows, and they'll have their Prime members check out these shows on, on Prime and vote to see which ones they'll actually bring the pilots onto a full series. Uh, shows like The Tick, uh, were one, a couple of them actually went um, onto Amazon Prime because of that. And they actually made uh, a pilot for Zombieland TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, that just, I guess, didn't go. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you really couldn't because I think what got me about the the first Zombieland movie was it wasn't about the zombies at all. They were there. It was about Columbus and his rules. It was about you know Tallahassee and how he was a lone wolf, and you find out how he's broken. Yeah. And then you got you know Wichita and Little Rock, how they have their own rules and they keep on bending them to bring the other two into the into the fray so you wind up loving those characters and really the zombies are an afterthought in the movie right they're just um they're not essential to the plot they're just uh you know a a storm that the characters have to deal with yeah um which it was kind of the same way in in this uh this movie too is so you and i you know uh we haven't really gone over our feelings and thoughts uh, on the movie just yet. We wanted to save it for the podcast. So, but I'm getting off of you that you enjoyed it quite a bit. I I did. I it was I was yes. I'm sitting there and I'm cheering. I'm clapping. I'm having a good old time. I'm, I'm not sure how the guy next to me felt with me having a good old time with it, but uh, they knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, here's a question: Was it as good as the first one for you? It fell a little short of the first one. Yeah. But not not disappointing. It lived up to what I was hoping. Like That's I good. had a I had a high level of what I was expecting, what I wanted. And right. it, it, it led up to that for me. I I'll, I'll be honest, the first half for me was a ton better than the second half. I thought the kind of catching up with them in the beginning and when they're in the White House and then when uh, Abigail Breslin's character Little Rock kind of first disappears and they're going back and forth and they kind of first meet um, that new character uh, Madison. Madison yeah uh, I thought all that stuff was really really funny um, when they got to um, the place where Berkeley um, took Madison um, or no uh, when Babylon or, yeah Babylon uh, where Berkeley took Little Rock uh, I don't know I think the whole thing just kind of slowed down for me um, and the 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 ending was a little anticlimactic, but it, it well, still was... Well, the ending was... was very, very similar to the ending of the first one. Yeah. Because the way the first one ended was they, they basically defeated, you know, they fought off the zombie horde at a, at the actual... At the carnival. Amusement park, yeah. Right. And then they drove off. Yeah. And essentially, it's the same thing that happened here. They fought off the horde, actually, at the uh, at Babylon, and then they wound up driving off. So it's... Uh, my mom actually asked, is there an ending to the movie? And I said, essentially, there cannot be an ending to this movie, just like there was no ending the first time. There's no end to the world that they've built here. They're right. just going to continue living in it, and then we just kind of pull out of that just that period of time that they gave us a glimpse into. Yeah. 
Uh, that is one thing, I guess. You know, it kind of falls a little bit into sequelitis, where a lot of times they'll make a sequel to a movie, um, and really they kind of. I what comes to mind is like The Hangover and The Hanging Over Part Two, where it's like, okay, here we go again, where they kind of do the same plot over again with slight tweaks, and some of that felt the, that way with Double Tap, um, but. That being said, I thought the movie was funny enough on its own to kind of uh, excuse some of those uh, like plot point rehashing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought. Uh, well, I did. You catch some of the little like things that were like tripping back to the first one. The callbacks, yeah. Like um, when he um, when Columbus first runs into Madison, and he mentioned that he that uh, she's really pretty, like the uh, girl in apartment twelve B or whatever. Pretty. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that was, if you didn't see the first one, you'd have no idea. You'd have no clue what that reference was true. Or like uh, uh, Rosario Dawson's character. Yes. Uh, When she mentions, oh, you're going to get married. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I I, I caught it immediately, and I I literally, I think I busted out laughing. Uh, I don't know if anyone else caught that in the theater. I didn't at first. I thought she was like trying to say either married or murdered. And, uh, like, I was like, what did she actually say? And then the, when the characters say, like, what did you just say? Murrayed? When she said it a second time, I was like, oh. Because <laughs> that was my favorite part in the first movie. Yes. When he turned around and shot him, because <laughs> I, I literally, I just busted out laughing. I mean, that because I didn't see it coming at all. Tell me and that then, you stayed for the uh, that post credit scene. Oh yeah, I was okay. going. So the, the lights didn't come up. They, when they stayed dark, I was like, I gave you that, like, hey, hey, stupid, sit down. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but what, but uh, yeah. what do you think of the whole, um, uh, the kind of the characters that came in that were like copies of them, like the Albuquerque and and Flagstaff? Well, they were played for a joke. I thought the joke ran a little long, and it was a little like um, I think it, you know it's something that was funny in the trailer. Um. But luckily, um, even though the joke ran long, those characters were dispatched with pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, they were gone at a pretty quick rate. I think they did all that basically to add Nevada into the mix. Yeah, which is totally any anytime you add Rosaria Dawson at anything, I'm I'm for it. She's great. Yeah, and it, it kind of showed a um, a human side to Tallahassee. Yeah, because you you don't get that. I mean, you got that a little bit when he was missing his son in the first one. But uh, not so much in any other part. And then you start seeing he's acting like a almost like a father figure to uh, Little Rock. That was a nice addition to this movie is kind of their growing relationships. How at ease Columbus and um, uh, Emma Stone's character, uh, Wichita, how they were just like together, you know, from the get go. Yeah. And uh, how Woody Harrelson's character Tallahassee and and Little Rock how they were you know they had their own kind of relationship issues to where Woody was a little overbearing like an overbearing parent. <laughs> yeah, and it was nice. Yeah, like you were saying, seeing uh, just the the growth between all of them. The over you know the the uh, overbearing parent, and then how uh, Wichita and Columbus were kind of growing, but not not showing sure if they were growing just because. They were the only options for each other, or if they were actually growing because they were growing. Did you ever get in the movie how long it was supposed to be between the two? Like, how many years had gone by? Oh, they said it right off the gate. Uh, six years? Okay. Uh, yeah, r- right in the very beginning of the monologue, when they're, when they're talking to you. When he's like, he's talking directly to the audience. Right, right. Welcome back, you know, this and all this, and he's kind of explaining 
the, uh, the evolution of the zombies. How there's now three different types. You got your yes. homers that were just stupid. And uh, uh, yeah, the your ninjas. Yeah, and your Hawkings <laughs> and your ninjas. So, yeah. Uh, that was fun. And you know what? It kind of made me sad that the pilot never went to series. Even though I think maybe the biggest problem, I mean, if they had these actors playing those characters again, I think it definitely would have gone to series. But it's kind of it's kind of sad, kind of only dipping into this world once every ten years or so in yeah. an hour and a half movie. Because I mean, just the way they they have the rules displayed out on the screen, and just the uh, the non sequitur storytelling, kind of like an episode of Family Guy or something. Like a lot of it is just like really good comedy intermixed with like uh like fun action and characters that you actually like care about and you want to make sure they're okay uh you know when they're mowing down zombies and and doing teamwork it's like a like like a fun version of the of the walking dead or something i wish it actually would have went to series yeah kind of when they uh columbus jumps up on top of the the basically the bus and they're like oh here we go again he starts calling out you know instructions over here over there you know and that you can see them working as a cohesive unit. Like, you know there's a lot of trust that's happened between when we've seen them last to where we right. are now. What I wanted to see, though, and I'm disappointed that we didn't get any of it is, no Twinkies. No no word <laughs> of any Twinkies. Yeah, that's or weird. E- or even a reference to a snowball that he hates. Nothing. I, I wonder like, oh. if uh, Hostess just wasn't a part of the, uh, didn't pay any money <laughs> into this one it, it could be as small as that yeah <laughs> but it's uh, funny you mentioned that i mean basically the whole thing i mean when they uh, the whole one of the biggest laughs that got out of me was when they were after columbus and madison hooked up yeah and then tallahassee's like just listening to this like i, I really <laughs> yeah. and he comes down he's and then they hear the noise so they go down there and they find out it's uh it's wichita you know, getting more guns. But before they get to that, he says, oh boy, cardio. He's, yeah. He's, then, then he, he responds back, yeah, she's enjoying the little things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a little jab in his rules that he got him with, which was a, which was amazing. Um, I had he, gone with a mutual friend of ours um, and he had only seen bits and pieces of the first one. Oh so yeah. I, I was kind of worried that he wouldn't enjoy this one, but he was laughing right along with everything too. Um, so the humor in it is fairly universal. Like even if you, it's been a long time since you've seen the first one, or if you've never seen it, I think it's worth um, checking out. Now it seems like we both like it. Would do you do you suggest people go to the theater while it's out and go see it, or do you think it's you know it's worth uh, maybe waiting until it streams or you get it on Blu-ray or something? So that's a good question. So my mom asked me the same thing last night, and I was like, you know what? If you have no real attachment to the first one, just wait. I don't think it's going to be any less enjoyable if you're at home uh, in your own movie theater, essentially. Right. Uh, rather than paying, you know, 15 bucks to go see it in a the theater and sitting by someone you have no idea who they are. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I would say see it if you have attachments to it, if you love the first one. Right. If you like the first one and you're like, oh, they made a new one, or you're like, oh, I don't know what this is. This may be good. Just wait for it to come out. Zombieland 2. Well, no, not Zombieland 2. Zombieland Double Tap is the yeah, official name. Get your name, name. right. <laughs> There's no two. There's no number in the, in the sequel. But Zombieland Double Tap is out in theaters now. Uh, Dad and the Rock recommend. I think Chris and I both uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. 
And I agree, yeah, I think it's it's worth seeing in the movie theater if you really enjoyed the first one. Like, go back for a second round and, and have a lot of fun in the theater. But if you're just kind of uh, not sure about it, um, definitely pick it up once it does stream or, you know, hit home video release. You should check it out for sure. The Halloween season, so it's the perfect time to do so. Yeah, speaking of Halloween, though, um, we have two little, well, amongst the both of us, we have three total little boogers. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that love dressing up. I know my little girl is all about Elsa. Oh, yeah. And she now has her Elsa 2 costume that she wore to the Halloween party. And my son is, fittingly, a Ghostbuster. Yeah, you sent me that picture over the weekend. He looks he looks great. He he oh. looked he had a smug little smile on his face too, like he was like, Yeah, look how cool I look. Oh, he's all about it. He's like, I'm ready to go. Let let's do this. <laughs> let's bust some ghosts. But uh yeah, he's you know, getting all ready and he doesn't want to put it away and he now Halloween party kinda got a little dirty, which no, it's gonna happen. It survived. Uh yeah. But uh was there anything I mean, we know what our kids are, you know, dressing up for this year. I'm pretty sure you have your daughter set up as well. I think it's an Elsa. That she model. is, yeah. Frozen Two Elsa, the new outfit. She's got the uh, the blonde wig and and everything. So oh, I'm she's right got the you. wig. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that's in, that's impressive. Yeah, the itchy itchy wig that she barely um, wants to keep on, but I think I paid like twenty bucks for it. So, girl, you we were get... wearing that wig for at least some pictures. We have a headband that oh. goes on that has a ponytail on it, wraps around, so it's not a full wig. But it has the, you know, the blonde hair and everything. It's a nice yeah, little effect. That was a good idea. But uh, I don't, I mean, I, I know I did, but I don't remember dressing up a lot as a kid for Halloween. Was there, did you, is this something you did a lot of? I remember trick-or-treating. I remember getting candy. I don't know if I was that kid that walked around in his clothes with, you know, a bag of hair, trick-or-treat. Um, yeah, my mom, you know my mom, she wouldn't let us not do trick-or-treating or you know, we probably had our Halloween costumes um, by the end of September. Like, <laughs> you know, she's pretty, uh, pretty much like that. And I've, I've taken on a lot of those traits. But uh, yeah, I, I've been a, a bunch of different stuff. I think my earliest costume memory would probably actually be in kindergarten when I was, uh, I was He-Man. Uh, oh, yeah, back That's back that. in the day. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I had you know it was the it was the very 1980s costume where it was just like this plastic jumpsuit that went around you, and you had the plastic mask with the uh, really extremely thin white rubber band on the back. Oh um, yeah, that would break really yeah. easily. And you would, you know, breathe into this plastic math, ma- uh, mask and it would, you know, fog up your face and <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, costumes have come uh, quite a long way since then. They sure have, considering uh, now, like, the, there's tons of teenagers and folks in their 20s and 30s and older now that go to conventions and stuff and do the costume thing all year round. Yeah. For them, Halloween, it never ends. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've come to find out through, like, other connections of mine that they usually don't do that on Halloween. They leave it be on Halloween and they like stay home. They'll hand out candy or things like that just because uh, they the get things that they put all the way. Yeah, they got. Yeah. It's not one day a year. It's you know it's three hundred sixty five of them. Yeah, that's uh, pretty funny. But I I never remember. I mean, I, if I look back, I don't have a costume that I remember like in memory that I, I dressed up as. Oh. But I, but I do funny. remember going around like I down my uh, grandparents lived in a little city named Mar- Marstown. Yeah, in New Jersey and South Jersey, and I remember the kids ran that neighborhood. 
not for a bad, not for good. It was just there were so many young kids, and I never remember an adult being with us on Halloween. They gave right. it, and it wasn't a little pumpkin. It wasn't a little handmade like a store bag. Be like that pillow actually, case. Well, it was pillowcases. Yeah, <laughs> and we would fill these pillowcases to the brim. And That's I remember right. having so much candy; it was it was sickening. <laughs> Like full bars. Yeah, yeah. The, we knew the houses that would give the good candy. And it, it aligned perfect where in Marstown, their Halloween was one night. And then back in Millville Violent area, it was another night. So yeah. we, we, we double tapped. <laughs> See what I how did there? How appropriate. Yeah, how appropriate. <laughs> and uh, it was always a lot of candy. But like I said, I don't, I don't remember dressing up a lot or dressing, doing the big dress up thing. I mean, I had to have because people aren't just going to hand out candy to kid that's just walking around with no costume on. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I, there's a picture that always pops up on, on Facebook between it's me, you, Allison, and you're holding Timmy. I think Allison's right. like the pink ranger. I think you're the, are you the I, I was the Riddler? Riddler, yes. Yeah. And then I'm just in the back. I don't know what I'm in. Like I a think jacket you had something. The, that year you had like said that you were a hobo or something and you literally just kind of took some... Uh, some old clothes <laughs> that you hadn't worn in forever and uh, maybe put some dirt on your face or something. Oh, so I was an old school cosplayer. I didn't even realize it yet. <laughs> yeah, you were making your own stuff, dude. There, there we go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's the extent of it. I mean, it, it's changed a lot that I can remember since, you know, us doing it to what our kids are doing now. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't remember a couple years. Maybe it's, well, it can't be too far back. But uh, you came up here and we went trick-or-treating uh, me, your daughter, you, and my son. Yeah, it's been a while. I think she was about two. Uh, she was walking, but she still needed help to kind of walk around. Holding we my had hand. the wagon. Yeah, that's and right. And both of the kids would jump in and out of the wagon, which was which was really nice. I mean, it was it went a long way. That was an excellent Halloween, and one that I, I'll probably remember for a long time. I was actually Darth Vader, and my daughter was dressed up as Leia that year, so <laughs> it was pretty special. Yeah, and I'm not sure what uh, my son was, but it was like it's, I, my memory for these things. I think he was really Cookie Monster. You know what he was because he was going to be a minion. Yeah, and he refused to wear the costume. And then I went all I went ghetto, and I was like, "Oh, blue pants, blue shirt, blue sweater, Cookie Monster on it. <laughs> That's it." And that, everybody that got it. Yeah, we had a great Halloween that year, and actually it. It had to be good enough for two years because the following year, my daughter um, got a uh, like a hundred and two fever the night of Halloween, and we just, oh. we couldn't go trick or treating. I was kind of heartbroken because we were set. We had you know spent money on the costume for, her and we were ready to just like have the experience going out trick or treat and get some candy, take some pictures, you know, let her have a, a bunch of fun, and we were just kind of stuck in our our living room that night. It kind of stunk, but oh man hopefully the same thing will happen uh, again anytime soon we're, we're raring to go this year we have our eyes on the actual calendar to see when halloween falls on a weekend again yeah because we're kind of looking at like when can we get all the kids together again and kind of go you know the two families again if we go down there if you guys come here uh whatever is the uh, the better option yeah that'd be a ton of fun well we should schedule that here the next uh year or two whenever it's going to be the best fit yeah but um it's bound to happen and i think at that point i i think i actually may join you because i'm i've got the bug with these conventions i want to do something yeah and by that by that time rolls around i'm gonna i'm gonna have something that i'm gonna to do i'm actually looking at this year there's two costumes i'm looking at if i can get them before halloween mm-hmm. 
or and, and enough time for me to try it on and, and see if I'm going to enjoy it. But either to state puff marshmallow man, yeah, and walk around with my son as a Ghostbuster. That'd be fun. Or I found a Slimer. Oh, you did. Yeah, I found an adult sized Slimer that I can kind of go around with him. So he'd be Ghostbuster. I'm kind of walking in a Slimer next to him, you know, dwarfing yeah. him. I think the Slimer's uh, even better. I like that. I, I that was once I found. I was like, you know, that that may be the way I'm going. But if I'm going to do this, I kind of have to get my uh, my act together and actually, <laughs> actually get it. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's like you and I, we're doing some, I mean, it's family friendly, of course, because we got kids. But I feel like Halloween these days, and you kind of mentioned it a little earlier, it's it's a little more sanitized than it used to be, at least when we were kids. Because I remember, like, like you said, I mean, it wasn't all like... Uh, 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 plastic pumpkins that you purchased that year. It was pillowcases. And I remember in New Jersey, the night before Halloween would be Mischief Night. Mischief Night. Oh, Now, see, no one's going to know what we're talking about unless they're from that area. And Apparently, that, when I that bring was it up over me. here, they all know. The same thing happened to me. You and I moved out to the Midwest, and I'm in the kind of Midwest South, and every time I mention Mischief Night, there's always blank expressions. Nobody knows what the heck I'm talking about. <laughs> I like, hold on, isn't that like every night? <laughs> So essentially, for those that don't know, um, uh, around our parts, um, Halloween would typically be on actual Halloween, the 31st. I think there were some years where they moved it to a different day conveniently. If, you know, that Saturday happened to be like the 27th, they'd maybe move it to there or something. But uh, anyway, always the night before trick-or-treat would be designated as mischief night. Um, and this is where, like, teenage kids would go out and, like, you know, soap windows and egg houses and throw toilet paper in trees and just generally be, like, delinquents. And uh, I don't know. Did you ever actually go out during Mischief Night and cause any trouble? Oh, see, now you're trying to get me to tell myself. I'm not <laughs> I sure think the statute of limitations, I think you're fine. Yeah, there was, there was a few occasions, but not, nothing over the, the toilet papering. Like, I didn't do anything in anyone's cars. I didn't put, like, yokes on the wind, the windshield. And, yeah. Uh, the fact that I know of this stuff is, is a little telling, but <laughs> because I know yoke off a windshield is uh, is very hard to get off. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. But, but uh, And I remember trick-or-treating at night. Like, you remember you'd go door-to-door and it would be dark out. A lot of the times, like now, I think trick-or-treating starts when, like, the sun's pretty, like, full up in the sky and, you like, four or five six and uh i don't know i just remember being out a lot later when i was a kid now, see, that's something that's one thing i think my area does really well uh, it doesn't start till six and yeah. it's dark by seven so i mean the sun is already on its way down and by the time it's eight it's it's dark i mean they've got you know the lights and things going on so my area has the halloween thing down it was one of those when uh, my wife first bought the house she bought it before we actually knew each other yeah, she was like the area was so so old. No kids came around that first year. I mean, and I look at her now. I'm like, you, I don't know what you're talking about. There are kids coming out of the woodwork everywhere. It's like it's like hocus pocus when they're walking the streets. Kids are all over the place. Yeah, your neighborhood seems like perfect trick or treat area to me. It seems like just like your typical Midwest suburb. <laughs> For the yeah, lack of a better way of putting it, that's that's how it falls and. And, and it feels like Halloween. The trees are you know changing colors. Yeah, the kids are running around. Folks There's decorate. groups of kids. Yeah, everyone decorates. Uh, you see the police and everything kind of you know cruising around, uh, yeah. handing out candy. So it's it's everything that I remember on you know the good side of you know Halloween and right. not worrying about being you know being paranoid about it. 
And then there's going to be a point where I'm like, you know what? My son, go. Just right. have fun. Meet up with your friends. You go. We'll take our daughter and we'll kind of walk around. And we'll meet up with you at this point at this time. Yeah, but, eventually I, I think that's a good idea. It's just like give him a little space to, especially like you said, some of these ninja friends and friends from school, they're going to hang out by themselves anyway, so you might as well just let them. As long as they're, uh, you know, tell them to make good choices before he heads out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we already know one of them lives up the street from us. So, I mean, it's they're not far, and he's learning how to ride his bike pretty, uh, pretty well. So I know it's almost to the point where it's like, you know what? Go, have fun, do your thing. Uh, those when the you know, streetlights come on, I expect you to be in the house. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Halloween, we're, we're strictly into what I actually put a couple polls out. Uh, actually, one poll on uh, on Facebook. And it's becoming more of a landslide than I expected. Uh, keep voting on it. I mean, we're going to talk a lot, more, a lot about movies and everything next week. Just kind of give you guys a heads up and a preview. Uh, but I put out there two options. If you had to pick one of two options to watch, Hocus Pocus or The Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, which one would you go for? And right now, I mean, it's, it's a, almost a landslide Hocus Pocus, which kind of kind of surprises me because some people uh, go ahead and celebrate, you know, the Nightmare Before Christmas as their Christmas. They yeah. go ahead and they decorate the house in that, and that's what it is. Right. So uh, the fact that it's going so far one way is uh, kind of shocking to me. Yeah, Hocus Pocus has had a really big resurgence in the last, uh, I don't know, four or five years or so. For some reason, it's just like, uh, I mean, it was fairly okay popular when it actually came out in the, the mid to late 90s or whatever. And just kind oh, of it was cute. bombed. It, it, did they, it really bomb? Yeah, when they first really, they, uh, Freeform actually did a a special on it last year. because I think it hit a, a milestone, a year mark. I'm not sure which year it was. Right. And I they probably actually the had... 20th. Yeah, they had Bette Midler back. They had uh, Kathy Newjimmy. They had uh, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. They had all of them. And uh, they were kind of talking about it, kind of, you know, the, when it was released, uh, the lack of, like, any buzz they got from it, the whole deal. Yeah. And it actually picked up a lot more once it was out, and it kind of got, like, a cult following behind it. Yeah, I know that recently the Disney Channel was doing like somewhat of a sequel with different actresses cast, and it was kind of tangentially related to the original. And there was a big like uh, hullabaloo from a bunch of Hocus Pocus fans that were like, "Don't do that! Just make an actual sequel that and put it in the actual theaters because we're gonna race to see something like that." Yeah, don't don't make a cheap one. Like, do it right. Do it. Do it right. That's absolutely right. And uh, there was one other thing. I mean, like, so we're gonna dive a lot more into the movies next week. Uh, one other thing I put on there as well is, uh, what is your traditions? I mean, what what does your family do? Uh, I put on there, my family, we're going out, we go to a pumpkin patch, we pick our own pumpkins, ride the hay, you know, uh, the hay ride out, ride it back, have ice cream, the whole deal, and, uh, you know, carve them a little bit later. I mean, that's something that we've picked up since uh, I've had kids here, and we want to, I mean, I kind of, I'm interested to hear what everyone else does. Everyone else has their own you know, special thing when it comes to if it's a movie they watch, if it's a carving the pumpkin they do, if it's, you know, if it's anything. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if there's anything specifically you do anymore, is there? Uh, like, you know, we're still, that you have to do. We're still kind of forming our traditions, but we have carved pumpkins each and every year. I know that, you know, a lot of people carve pumpkins for Halloween, <laughs> um, but I, I, I can't go a year without doing that. So it's it's definitely, and we haven't done it yet. So next weekend's going to be the time to do that. Um, but yeah, we're still kind of, um, 
gaining our traditions here. A lot of the times we'll go over to my wife's aunt's house. Uh, she lives near here in a decent little neighborhood, and they actually have one of their neighbors down the road from them. They go all out each and every Halloween in their front yard. It's just this, like, totally elaborate setup that actually makes our local news every year like they oh, will wow. broadcast from in front of this house because they know they go all out like they've done years where they'll do like a pirate theme and it's like a huge like bow of a pirate ship with a bunch of like skeleton pirates kind of swashbuckling in the yard and nice. lights and sound and um so we, we try to make it by that house every year just to see what they've done well that's that's cool i mean yeah that's something once you start doing it, it's when the one thing you, you kind of you know you want to hit each year, and it's what we're gonna do. And but uh, yeah, hit us up with that. I mean, go ahead and mention it in the comments. I know we already have one uh, one comment in there, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna leave that up. Keep a look, keep an eye on it till done next week, and then uh, we'll pick the best one. Or if it's the only one, the only one that's commenting, we'll talk about hers. <laughs> so uh, it'll be the best because it'll be yeah, the, only one. the best just by uh, the lack of comments <laughs> <laughs> default. <laughs> but uh. Uh, like Chris said, next week we will be going kind of a, a full Halloween episode, more in depth with our our favorite uh, Halloween pop culture and traditions, and we'll discuss um, um, some Halloween themed things. And uh, we'd love to get some input from you guys. Yeah, this is not just me and Sean talking here. If we can you know, involve our audience, you guys as well, we would love to do so. Uh, you can find us on all the social media now. I mean, we are we're very lax on you know two of the three, but. As you can see, Facebook, I am putting things out there, you know, pretty consistently yeah. uh, between polls and, you know, what's going on. Uh, you name it, I'm going to throw it out there. Re feel free to respond. I mean, we want you to. That's why we're doing it. And uh, with doing that, I mean, you know, we, you can find us now. I mean, we're on iTunes. We're on all the iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher. You can find us, you know, all those, all those spots there. Uh, we've already kind of, you know, set up the preview for next week. So, I mean, like Sean was speaking of. Movies, 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 movies. Uh, if there's anything movies-wise that you like that you're afraid we're not going to talk about or something way off the grid, something crazy that you're like, you know what, there's no way that even they even know about this or they know enough about it, <laughs> Yeah. shoot us the emails. I mean, we have mine at, it's at chris at dadnarok.com. And I'm sean, S-H-A-U-N, at dadnarok.com. And just let us know. If it's something as crazy as, you know, Chucky's Bride 14, uh, I mean... <laughs> you know, I, mean, I haven't heard of that one. <laughs> uh, uh, or uh, or TV shows, like favorite TV shows. A lot of the time, you know, sitcoms that we grew up with in the 90s, they would have a Halloween-themed um, episode each and every October. Um, so TV shows, you know, books that are out there, uh, movies. Uh, what are some Halloween, uh, you know, media that you consume each and every year? Yeah, is there a franchise you hit up every year like, that you know is, is only for Halloween? And if you miss your your window of Halloween, you just don't do it. Right. Uh, I'm that I'm that way with Christmas. If I miss my window, I miss that year's movie. I do not watch a Christmas movie in the middle of June. It just it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Anybody that does is a nut. Yeah. Or I mean, maybe July. I did the Grinch in July this year because you know Christmas in July. But well, I that's guess. a whole different thing. That's fair. <laughs> but okay, guys. I mean, uh, is there anything else you think you can add uh, that we've missed already? I don't think so. I think that's an episode, and I look forward to uh, joining back with you next week to discuss everything uh, spooky. Okay, well, I think that's a good place to go ahead and say this is the uh, the Dad in the Rock podcast signing off for the evening. See ya.